What's up, guys? Matt Wyke, Wyke Fitness. Thank you so much for checking into another episode. Today, I wanted to actually talk about a cool little piece of technology that I picked up a couple weeks ago. I've been using, testing, seeing what I think about it, and, and it has some health and fitness aspects to it, and that's why I wanted to put it on the show and talk to you guys about it in this episode, and that is the Apple Watch, or iWatch, and the one that I got it's not the original version. It's actually the Series 1. And it's it's not the newest. The newest is the Series 2. But the only difference between them is that the Series 2 has a GPS. So if you do a whole lot of running outside, um, you, you do hiking and stuff like that, and you want that GPS to track your walk, your run, your hike, then by all means, the Series 2 is probably going to be the watch for you. Uh, also, the Series 2, it's uh, it's waterproof. So if you like swimming or you have a pool at your house and you do laps for, for your cardio, it's waterproof. So you can wear it in the pool. You'll have no issues whatsoever. In fact, it has a cool little, and I don't know what they actually call it, but but the button that you can hit on the watch, it it has a, a high pitch frequency that we can't hear, but it it vibrates so quickly and and so hard with so much force that it pushes whatever water got into the watch out these two little vent holes and and it clears it out for you and, and that just helps keep it waterproof and and functioning. So again, I don't have the Series 2. I don't need those features. I I don't go swimming that often. Uh, I don't have a pool. Uh, maybe if, if my son decides he wants swimming lessons and stuff and, and I'm going to be in and out of the pool, maybe I'll consider getting a, the, the upgraded iWatch. But by that time, they'll probably be on, you know, Apple Watch Series 5 or something by then. But so those are the real differences if, if you are curious. Now, the cool thing that I like about this watch, if, if you're a techie, you're, uh, you have your own business or you're constantly you know getting emails and texts and from whatever job or profession you have, this I, I love this watch because I don't have to have my phone on me, in my pocket, on my desk, whatever. It can, it can be in my house and as long as the two devices, my, my iPhone and my iWatch are connected, I'll get the updates right on my phone. So, I mean, I'm not sure if you guys could hear that, um, but I literally just got a message. And I have mindset that all it does is it vibrates when I get a message or a notification. It does have an audible sound if you decide to turn that on. I find it to be annoying, especially if you're out and about. Uh, you know, you're with your friends, you're with your family, you're with clients, prospects, and you sit down, and next thing you know, your your watch is dinging, basically, and making a noise, telling you that you have an email, a text, a notification, you know, whatever. It's it it's annoying. So for that reason, I have it on vibration. That way, it tells me, but nobody can really tell that 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 I got a notification or an email or whatever. Now I, I will say this: if you're sitting with clients, or you're in a meeting, or you're sitting with your boss, or or whoever, or your family, your spouse. It's a little difficult when you have the iWatch to not want to look at it. I mean, you could be talking to somebody and you're so used to being in your office or, or at your desk and you get a message, you quick look at your watch, 
you know, and maybe you, you, you know, swipe down to see what the actual message is, or maybe you're, you know, moving the, the, the wheel around reading an email. It's, it's convenient. It's addicting, but at the same time, it's, it's very annoying and disrespectful to some of the people around you. So if you have one of the watches, please try and, you know, respect people's time and, and, you know, their presence and if you're talking to somebody, don't constantly be looking at your watch. They they might not understand that you have an iWatch or an Apple Watch and, and you're checking your notification or you're looking to see what that notification is without even touching your phone. You know, you're just kind of moving your wrist so that it lights up and it, it notifies you of what it is. But to them, it almost looks like you don't respect their time. Like you have somewhere else that you need to go that you're constantly checking your watch. Like, Oh, okay. Uh, uh, is this, is this guy soon done talking or is this moon, you know, meeting soon done. So just be respectful of other people. If you have that watch and, and if you're, if you have a meeting, it, it might make sense just to turn off all notifications, just put it on airplane mode. It, it's still, it, it's a normal watch. So it's not like you're going to put it on airplane mode and you're not going to know what time it is. It's, you're just not going to get your notifications, and that's, that might not be a big deal to you, and, and if you're going to be in a meeting, by all means, throw it in airplane mode so it's not bothering you. You're not tempted to, to look at it and fidget with it and check your emails or your text messages or uh, your Facebook messages or your Instagram or whatever the case may be, but uh, we it does have some really cool health and fitness trackers on it, like I mentioned in the beginning. And, and it can actually sync with other health apps. So, you know, what you do throughout the day, not only will it track it in this app, but you can sync it with other apps. And, and that's pretty cool. Now, the, the downside to, they have a, a workout app. And, and I'm actually pulling it up as I'm talking to you. So, it, it goes through things such as outdoor walk, outdoor run, outdoor cycle, and then it has some indoor functions as well, like an indoor walk, which, you know, it could be a track, it could be a treadmill. You have indoor run, indoor cycle, elliptical rower, stair stepper, and then other. Now, I know what you might be thinking. I didn't hear anything about resistance or strength training, and, and you're correct. Now, how, how they're trying to work around this is they're telling users to use the other workout function. So when you're scrolling through and you're going to end up scrolling all the way to the bottom and you're going to see a tab that says other, you click on that and it'll tell you that it's going to calculate your heart rate and, and estimate your, your energy expenditure and your calories burned by using as if you were doing a, a light walk. Now, that's not accurate depending on what type of resistance training you're doing. For instance, if you're doing something like CrossFit where, you know, it's it's very high intensity and your heart rate is constantly up, it's not going to come anywhere close to being correct in terms of how many calories you burn throughout that workout. So you just have to be aware of that going into it. Now, something else is the heart rate monitor that's on the the iWatch or Apple Watch, it's it's not the most accurate in terms of overall use. So for instance, I don't like my watches super tight where it's almost like cutting off the circulation. And and unfortunately, in order for the heart rate monitor to read somewhat accurately, it has to be tight. So I've been working out with this for the last week. 
and and I after you know I I would do a, a set or I'm in between sets, I would look at my watch to see what the heart rate is. And there are times where it's it's showing like 55. So either I'm not working out hard enough or it's definitely not accurate in the sense that it's not properly reading my heart rate because it it doesn't have good contact with my skin. And in my opinion, that comes from a whole bunch of of different variables. One could be it it might just not be tight enough on my wrist. And I have it pretty snug. It's not going anywhere. Uh, I feel like it has good contact with my skin. You know, something else could be sweat. You know, maybe there's a film of of sweat that is between the sensor and my skin. So it's not getting a good reading, uh, you know, from that aspect. So there there are a few different variables that cause it to to show some inconsistencies and inaccuracies. And I did compare it to, I have a a polar watch that has just the standard chest strap. That, that you can attach to your chest and it'll read your heart rate. And and there was definitely some some differences between that and the Apple Watch. And it it varied. It it went from, you know, five beats per minute difference upwards to, you know, fifty. But again, it, it comes down to if it's not if if the iWatch isn't correctly reading or or in contact with your skin it's it's not going to get a good reading and in fact it might not read at all and and i when i look at my watch a few times i would look and the number would be um dimmed so it, it was showing that it's it's not reading it it's it's not truly connected so to speak to 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 do the correct reading so i would have to you know fidget it around move it around you know tighten it some more you know do whatever i had to do just to get it to to contact again and start reading so, you know, while it's helpful that it gives you your heart rate, and in fact, the, the setting that's that's the default on the watch when you get it, it reads your heart rate just about every two minutes um, all day long. And it has some cool activity trackers, and, and I'll get into that in a minute. Um, I don't want to get too sidetracked. I want to stick on the workout for right now. And, and so... With with the actual heart rate monitor, you don't need to to have it on all day long. But it is kind of cool if if you want to just take a peek and see where you're at. If you if you're feeling stressed out and you look at it and you see you know your your beats per minute's pretty high. You know you can focus on your breathing, try you know relaxation activities and stuff like that. But the the workout itself. While it's nice, and I don't, I don't work out with watches. I hate, I hate wearing jewelry or anything like that when I'm working out. I don't wear my wedding ring when, when I work out, which <laughs> it annoys my wife a little bit. But it, it's just not comfortable. I like to have a good grip on, on the barbell. And I know, you know, people who, who work out with wedding bands or they have that, that rubber uh, wedding band that, that's pretty popular. I, I can't even uh, think of the name. It's, is it Kalu, Kulu, something like that? I think it's. Q-A-L-O, Kalo, something like that. But that's cool. And if you're into, you know, working out or CrossFit or whatever, th- that would be great. But for me, it, it, it doesn't work out for, for the type of wedding ring and, and band that I have. So with with the workouts, it was cool to track my, my progress and, and log it in the sense just to see how many calories I burn. So I know, you know, hey, I can, I can, <laughs> I can recover some of that and, and eat 
a little bit more during the day if I know that I burned off X amount of calories, which is cool. But I went from the workout using the other tab and I changed it over. Uh, anybody who knows me, I have a studio here at my house, uh, hence Wike Fitness. And I have a whole bunch of different cardio pieces. So I tried it on the elliptical. I tried it on the treadmill. I tried it on a recumbent bike. I tried it on the upright bike. And and using the, um, the actual... I guess, exercises on the workout app here directly on the uh, the Apple Watch was fairly accurate. But again, it, it, you have to have good contact with your skin. But I did find when I was working out with the polar heart rate monitor, the chest strap, and, and I would do that workout, and I would do the exact same workout the following week using the Apple Watch, the Apple Watch did have, you know, some some variances with with the readings, so it it didn't register as often or as accurate as the chest strap. So, if you are dead set that you want the most accurate tracking measures possible, then I would not recommend the Apple Watch. I would just go out and get a a Garmin with the chest strap or a Polar watch with the chest strap. Um, even even the other wearable devices that that you put on your wrist that are out there, I believe Garmin has one. Uh, I'm pretty sure Polar has one out now that that tracks your heart rate right off of your wrist. Those are never going to be as accurate as the chest strap. So let's just get that out there and and you know make sure that you understand the facts. Those wearable devices will never be as accurate as the chest strap, and that's okay. I mean, if you're just the, uh, you know, an, an avid exerciser, you love exercising, but you don't care as much as being precise and, and, you know, almost spot on with your numbers, then it's no big deal. But if you're an elite athlete and you're tracking your, your heart rate or, or you have a strength coach or somebody that wants to know precisely where you're at at any given point of your workout, then the chest strap is by far the best way to go. Um, the Apple Watch, I got the, just to backtrack a little bit, uh, the Series 1 that I got is the 42mm, they have a 38, but I'll be honest, guys, the 38 is not going to be big enough for you, um, I have some, um, luxury watches, um, Tag Heuer, uh, Maurice LaCroix, uh, you know, different different uh time pieces that are in that 38 to uh, like 40 millimeter range and and you know both the the tag and the maurice they look nice as a luxury timepiece, but as a wearable device where you're trying to check your email you're trying to check your messages you can take phone calls directly on it um, but th- where you actually have to read it's it's super small. I tried it on at the store that I went to because um, initially I wanted the 38 because I wanted something that was small and, and wasn't so large. But putting the 38 on and then putting the 42 on was night and day. I mean, the, the 42 does not look large by any means on a man's wrist. The 42 might be a little bit large if you're a female, um, just, you know, bone structure, your wrists are a little bit, uh, smaller than, than the males, but, uh, guys, I don't think you're going to be happy with the 38. I personally wouldn't even recommend you go look at the 38. I would go right to the 42 and figure out, uh, what color 
you want. And then obviously it comes with different, you know, straps. So uh, a small, medium, and then a large, extra large. And you just, you know, snap on or slide on rather, whichever one fits your wrist better. And, and you, you know, rock on. So a couple of the other features that, that I do want to talk about with the iWatch and, and that it deals with your overall health and fitness is we already talked about the heart rate monitor. That's constantly going all day long, you know, whether you like it or not. But in, in the actual apps, there's, it almost looks like uh, a bullseye. And each ring has different colors. So you have a, a blue, a greenish yellow, and then a red. And the cool thing is, it gives you some, you know, some tracking abilities to your movement during the day, your exercise during the day, uh, you know, how sedentary you are. And in fact, it has an alert where if it detects that you've been sitting or sedentary for an hour or more, it will notify you. It will either ding if you have the the audible notification on, or if you just have the vibration on, then it'll vibrate, and it'll tell you to get up and move around, which personally I love because I love to be active, but if I'm dead set into my work and, and I'm so um, engaged with what I'm doing, I can work for hours and not get out of my seat, and that's not good. You, you need to get up throughout the day and move around, get the blood flowing, get circulation back, uh, and just, it, it almost helps clear the, the mental fog that you could have going on upstairs too. So just a little bit of movement can do a lot of good in the long run. So I personally didn't put that feature on uh, just because the nature of my work, I could be doing a podcast and, and it could be over an hour, and I don't want it notifying me. I don't want it bothering me, and then I lose my train of thought, and it, it doesn't take a lot for me to, to get sidetracked to lose my train of thought. I have a good memory. It's just short, but uh, so I ended up turning that off. I had it on for a few days, and it only took me a couple days to say, this is really annoying, but it, it shows me that I, I need to get up and move more, but that's just, just the nature of the beast. So I've been trying to get up more often without being notified. I'll get up, I'll get some more water, I'll get up, I'll go to the restroom, I'll get up, I'll uh, you know, go take the mail out to the mailbox, uh, I'll go out and get the mail, I'll go out and get the, the newspaper, the merchandiser, or whatever. Uh, obviously, I get up for lunch, get up, try and get a snack, some type of protein, whatever the case may be, I'm trying to move a little bit more. So it, it made me realize that I sit I sit too dang long. So so that's that's a cool part of of the actual tracker that's on here. Something else that's on the activity tracker is, is move. And, and basically that's, that's movement. So you can, you can set different goals. So, um, you know, you can set a goal for say 300 calories that, that you want to burn just by moving throughout the day, or you can set it for 500 calories or, or, you know, however many you want based off of their parameters that they, that they have. I mean, you can't make it like 425 or something odd. Like they have, you know, designated numbers for you to try and hit. And, and so the outer ring on, on this app is your movement. So, you know, it tells you your percentage, how many calories out of your goal that you've uh, hit so far. And then you have that greenish yellow, which is uh, the middle ring on the app. 
And that tells you how much you've exercised. So if you go do your workout, you go into your workout app, you click on the workout that you do, you go do your workout, and, and it'll record it on this activity. So if it's automatically set for 30 minutes, that they want you to get 30 minutes of exercise every single day. Now, granted, it doesn't have to be in the form of a workout where you're going over to the workout app and, and saying, okay, I'm going for a jog, and you click on the, the jog um, activity. You know, you could you could go out for a, a quick walk at lunch, and you don't necessarily have to hit it in your in your workout app, and it will it'll realize that your heart rate is up, so it it counts that as the exercise. So you know, it'll track that, and it'll tell you what percentage you have of the thirty minutes that they recommend that you get every single day. And then the last piece, like I like I talked about earlier, is the standing. So obviously, they want you to stand every single hour you know, somehow. And, and so it, it looks at a 12 hour period. You know, they figure everybody is, is at least awake for 12 hours. So it has your percentage that you've, you stood during those 12 hours and, and, you know, how many consecutive hours that you've been able to do that. So overall, it's, it's really cool. I mean, you can scroll down and it'll give you your graphs of, you know, breakdowns of your activity and your uh, your movement and your exercise and how much you stand and it'll give you like a little graph of exactly when you were the most active uh, how active you actually were so it, it breaks it down it gives you some cool information it tells you how many steps you had uh, again you know it's only as accurate as it it can possibly be I mean, if, if you're a fist shaker and, you know, I don't know, you're you're at the Jersey Shore and you're fist bumping and, and, and whatnot, it's going to count that as steps. So, uh, you know, just, just try and take it with a grain of salt. Um, obviously, if you are doing a lot of walking, it's going to be closer to being accurate than if you're at your desk and constantly moving your arm back and forth and up and down and all around. Uh, it's going to count those as steps, so it's not going to be as accurate. And then obviously you have your total distance, so it's going to tell you how many miles you walk during the day. So if you if you work in a warehouse where you're walking from one side to the other, or if you have uh, an office complex where you have a meeting down the hall, but then you have to go downstairs and across the uh, the building to another area, it's gonna it's gonna track all of that. So it's gonna tell you by the end of the day how far you've actually walked, which is pretty cool. So I don't want to make this episode too long, but I wanted to make you aware of, of this, I would call it a, a fitness slash technological device, um, for, for just the general fitness lover or business person. And, and for me, I'm both. And, and I told my, my wife, the, the watch that I wear every day, it, it just wasn't cutting it anymore. The, uh, I'm very active and I move around a lot and the band kept, it, it was a, uh, like a silicone band. And it, it just kept breaking the way that they made it. It was one of those, uh, what do they call them, Sunto watches that, that you know you can hike. It'll give you your uh, barometric reading and your altitude and all that stuff. And, and I loved it. It was really cool. It, it told me a whole bunch of cool data. Um, you know, the temperature outside. And, and it, I was like, I need to get something different. I, I can't keep replacing the, the bands because they're proprietary bands. So it's not like you can go out and just get a... Uh, a 42 millimeter or, uh, you know, whatever size, um, band to match it. So I just got 
ticked off because I was sporting, you know, spending 80, 90, 100 dollars on straps. And I'm thinking, I spent X amount of dollars on this watch. Now every few months I'm spending another, say, 75 to 100 on a on a new strap. And it was the most ridiculous thing that I ever heard. So I'm like, this is dumb. I'm gonna go out and just get a new watch. And you know, I wanted. I, <laughs> I, this is kind of my everyday beater watch. Um, it's, it's not the watch that I wear if I'm going out to, you know, that I'm dressing in a suit or, uh, you know, whatever. But it's it's the watch that I wear around the house, uh, at the office, just because it's it's helpful. It gives me a whole bunch of information. If I want to go outside, all I have to do is look at my watch. It tells me the temperature, what it's like outside, is it cloudy, is it is it sunny, is it rainy, is it snowing, what the high is going to be for today, what the low is going to be for today, um, you know, and you can set each individual face of the watch to to your preference, so for me, I, I can't remember, uh, I think this is the modular, I think it's called, uh, face, so it gives me the digital time, and, and at the top, It'll either show a red dot or no red dot. A red dot just means that you have a notification. I have the date and, and the actual day of the week on here. My my city, the the temperature outside, what the what the actual weather is. So right now it's 43 degrees and cloudy. It's Tuesday the 21st of uh, March that I'm actually recording this. It tells me my high for the day, my low for the day. I have on here my my email and my text messages. So all I have to do is is touch my my little envelope or my little conversation bubble, and it'll pull up those. I can quick scroll through and see what's going on. And it also gives me my calendar. And the calendar is actually pretty cool. So if you have a lot of stuff scheduled throughout your day, and and you want to stay on track, but you don't want to constantly be going in your phone, clicking on your email, scrolling through, trying to figure out when your next appointment is. If you put your calendar uh, on the the watch, now it, it comes pre-programmed with that, so everything syncs between your iPhone and and your iWatch. So you don't have to think that you're going to have to program stuff. Literally, the setup for this is a monkey could do it. It's so simple. But if if you put the app, the calendar app on your watch face as as one of the customizable uh, little apps you can put on there it will tell you when your next appointment is so when you would actually touch on that it would pull it up um so you know i'm going to be recording another podcast later today central bodybuilding radio with jeff roberts and and so that's showing up as as my next appointment for the day but it's it's just a cool feature it's a cool little watch if if you're into tech and you're into fitness, and you're into tracking things, and and you're constantly getting emails and text messages, and and Facebook messages, and social media notifications, and and you like to just stay on top of it, but be very quick. That you don't want to have to pull out your phone, look at it, click on it. Okay, this is what it is. Put it back in your pocket. Put it back in your bag. Put it back in your purse. Whatever. Or you just don't want to have to carry your phone around everywhere. You you know you can set it down in your office and forget about it because everything will come through on your phone or uh, on your watch rather, including phone calls, which is kind of cool. So if if you don't want to pick up your actual iPhone, it, it, all you have to do is click the button, the the red button on your watch, and you can talk to people right through the the speaker on your watch. It's it's very cool. So that's that's all I have. I just wanted to quick talk to you guys about this cool technology. Um, and again, take the the heart rate and the the 
tracking of the calories and stuff like that with the grain of salt. There's a lot of variables that, that go into play. Now, granted, I, I did see a study where the Apple Watch was the most accurate wearable tracker that's that's out there right now. So that's really cool. Um, so if you are trying to compare between this or a different brand, the, the iWatch did have a uh, more accurate reading. So, you know, if, if that's important to you, then, you know, I would consider the, the Apple watch, but overall, it's just a cool, a cool, you know, gadget It's a cool timepiece, a cool device it tells me everything that I need, you know, pretty much right there on, on the screen. I don't have to touch anything. All I have to do is just, you know, turn my wrist. Like I want to look at the watch to see what time it is and everything pops up. Then you can just use the little scroll wheel to, to scroll through and figure out what notifications you have, what you want to read, what you want to dismiss, what you want to cancel out, whatever the case may be. So if you're in the market for a, a new watch and you want something that does a little bit more than just tell you the time and and you're not looking for, you know, a, a Rolex or an Omega or, or, you know, a nice luxury timepiece and, and you just feel like wearing a, a device that can give you some information that personally I find extremely valuable... I'm always trying to figure out what the temperature is outside. I'm inside, but yet for some strange reason, I want to know what the temperature is outside. Uh, I don't know why, but that's that's just me. But I can't recommend the Apple Watch enough. Uh, again, it's up to you if you would prefer to go with the Series 1 or the Series 2. If, if you need the GPS and you need... Um, something that you can swim or that's waterproof that I guess if you're dipping your hand in water a lot, maybe washing dishes or whatever, that, you know, you're afraid it might ruin the watch, then go with the series two. But otherwise the series one works just fine. I've had it for a few weeks now. I've been using it. I've been loving it. Uh, everybody who, who I run into that sees the watch, they, they want to ask me about it. They want to know my thought on it. You know, is it worth the price tag? Um, Apple pretty much has map pricing across the board. So if, if memory serves me correctly, and, and again, this was like two weeks ago and, and you know, already I've, I've pretty much forgotten the price, but if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was 299 for the 42 millimeter series one Apple watch. So if, if that seems to be something that, that you feel that you would enjoy that you would wear, that you would utilize, everything that comes along with it. And again, there's a whole bunch of different apps. I didn't even get into all the apps you can put on the watch that that could be useful in, in your day-to-day -day activities and business and stuff like that. I, I just pretty much tried to keep it with the, the health and fitness stuff that the, the listeners of the podcast would, would want to hear. But there's there's so many other upsides to having this, this wearable technology on your wrist that I could spend probably four more episodes talking about just the things that I love about the watch, but I won't bore you about that. But again, if, if you are in the market, by all means, check it out. It's a cool device. I love it. My wife is thinking about getting one. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. So I appreciate you guys listening. And for those of you who messaged me and emailed me, yes, thank you so much for, for checking in on me. If you remember last episode, um, I self-diagnosed myself. My wife said that I had the flu. I said that I was dying. So I self-diagnosed myself that I'm somewhere between death and the flu. And uh, and I'm sticking to it. But but I'm feeling great now. 
uh, you know, everything's back to normal. I had, you know, a week of not feeling so great, but you know, things are good. So thank you for those of you who, who checked in and, and wanted to know how I was feeling. That was, that's very kind and much appreciated. But if you're listening on iTunes, thank you so much for subscribing. If you're listening on the website and you want to make sure that you get this every single week, uh, just head over to iTunes and subscribe. Just search for Wake Fitness Podcast. You know, it'll pull up all the episodes. Just click subscribe and, you know, you'll be uh, notified and it'll go into your all your devices pretty much once once this episode is is uploaded every week. But if you're listening on the Wake Fitness website, thank you for, for checking in. Thank you for checking around the, the website, seeing all the different content and articles and stuff that we have going on. If this is the first time that you're checking in here at Wake Fitness, we do everything health and fitness content related. Uh, we also do online personal training and nutrition consulting. If, if you're in the Berks County area in Pennsylvania where I live, we also do some in-person, in-home personal training where you don't need a gym membership. You don't even need gym equipment. We bring everything to you. If you're a gym or a supplement company and you're looking to take some of the knowledge that we've had with the uh, over a decade in the industry and you would like us to come in and do some consulting for you, whether it's to, to help rebrand or help with your marketing or help with product development or maybe just be a broker. You need a middleman who who has the connections with all of the retailers and all of the distributors across the nation, then by all means, let us know. Head over to our website. There's a contact tab. Click that. You know, let us know what we can do to help you out. Uh, you know, if we can't help you out, we we will tell you that. Uh, you know, we're very upfront. Uh, you know, if, if we're not the best for the job, for whatever you're looking for, then, you know, we're going to try and recommend somebody else. And we have a whole bunch of good contacts in the industry. And, you know, we'll steer you, steer you in the right direction if it's something that we can't help you with. But if you're looking for anything content related or copywriting for health, fitness, wellness, supplementation, we are your go-to company and brand. So by all means, come to us with any content needs, whether it's website articles, a blog, you're looking for, you know, some podcasts, whatever the case may be, let us know. We can help you out with that. And if you are in the market for a good bar, best bar ever is truly hooking us up. We partnered with them when we first got started. They believed in our vision of, you know, we want to help everyone and anyone that's out there. And it's a bar that I've been eating even ever since I was with Metrex, you know, since, oh my gosh, at least a few years ago, I started eating these bars. And and I'm so appreciative of them that that they see my vision, they see where I want to take this company, and they want to give you guys a discount. So if you're over on the website, or if you're listening on iTunes, go over to wikefitness.com, W-E-I-K fitness.com. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, on the right sidebar, at the very bottom, you're going to see a banner and it has best bar ever. And right above the banner, you're going to see uh, a sentence that says something like, use code WAKEFITNESS15 at checkout for 15% off your first order. And and basically, best bar ever is just giving all of you guys, if you've never tried their bars before, giving you guys a discount on your first order to give them a try. Honestly, I can't recommend them enough. I love them. I eat them all the time. The cookie dough is my new favorite. In fact, I eat them just about every night. Um, I loved ice cream. And, and you know, obviously, I, I had to do away with ice cream. And and so I was trying to find something that, that I could eat that... Help my sweet tooth, 
but it was also healthy. And with the best bar ever, it's an actual real uh, food bar, which is unlike anything else that I've ever seen, anything on the market. So they have to stay in the refrigerator, and they are perishable, so you have to eat them within a certain time frame. It's not like every other bar that's out on the market where you know you have 12 plus months or it's mass produced and it sits in a warehouse until it finally gets to you know a retailer or your doorstep or whatever. You know all of all of the orders are made fresh, which is super cool in my opinion, because for me, I love good you know quality ingredients. Uh, I like real foods, and and the fact that they're taking their company and they're giving us what we the the health and fitness nuts want. You know, we don't want stuff that's loaded with artificial flavors and artificial this and, you know, artificial sweeteners and colors and dyes and preservatives and and, and all that crap that we're like, we want to stay away from, you know, we're pumping the brakes. Like we don't want to put that in our bodies. They came out with a product that is just phenomenal. There's like six different flavors now. Again, cookie dough is my favorite. After that, it's probably the original and then maybe the, the, chocolate peanut butter and the apple pie but i mean all of their flavors are good i don't like coconut and i even like their coconut bar the chocolate coconut so if if that's something that is intriguing to you and and you're looking for a new bar which is different from anything else that you've ever had give them a shot and you know go over use our discount code save yourself some money i mean heck I wouldn't be telling you guys about this if if I didn't think that it was a good product and I wasn't able to get you it at a good price. Now, granted, these bars are a little bit more expensive than some of the other bars that are mass produced out there because you know they they just they buy the raw materials in bulk, they mass produce them, and they sit in a warehouse, so it's no you know you know skin off them. So with with best bar ever, it's made fresh. And, and I really appreciate that because you get the bars and you can taste the freshness when you actually get them. I mean, if you've ever had a, a protein bar that's coming to date and and you take a bite of that, it's not necessarily the best tasting. These bars, you know, I, I can't say I guarantee it, but I'm willing to bet that every single bar that you get, you're, you're going to thoroughly enjoy. You're going to taste the freshness. You're going to enjoy the flavors. Um... And just give them a shot. Head over to the to our website, whitefitness.com. Click on the banner. Use White Fitness 15. Get yourself 15% off at checkout. And try the bars. Let me know what you think. I, I love to hear feedback. I got a whole bunch of feedback from some previous episodes where people said, hey, listen to your podcast. Try the bars out. Loved them. I'll be ordering them again. So let me know. If you try them and you like them and you love them, let me know. If you try them, you hate them, let me know. <laughs> it's, it's always good to hear feedback because... Because they ask me, because because they've they've come on board, they want to know. Hey Matt, what what are your listeners and your readers thinking about these bars? What are they telling you? Are they messaging you? Are they are they saying that they like them? They don't like them. They they like the freshness. They like the ingredients. They they like the protein. They don't like the protein. Whatever the case may be, they want to know the feedback. So if you're buying them and and you're ordering them, let let me know the feedback. And then next time I talk to them or they reach out to me, I'll fill them in and say, hey, you know. I had some people that were saying this, that, the other. But overall, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. You know, you guys are the reason that I do this. I love doing these podcasts. I love getting information out there. I hope you guys found this episode informative in terms of wearable fitness devices, uh, such as the Apple iWatch that I just purchased. But if you're in the market for it, I recommend it. Give it a shot. Let me know what you think. Thank you for checking in. 
and I will catch you guys next week.